0: Hello, and welcome to The Parks According To. As always, I'm your host, Alan, and today I will be mixing it up a little bit. I've talked about a few rides this past month, but today I want to do a top 10 list of my favorite rides at Disney World's Magic Kingdom. This is an opinion-based list, I'm not saying, you know, this specific ride is better than this ride, I'm just saying these rides are my personal favorites, and I'm sure we're going to have, you know, different lists, different, and everything ranked differently. But this is my podcast, so I'm going to just let you know what mine is. So, without further ado, let's get into it. At number 10, I'm heading to Tomorrowland. I'm talking Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. It is located near the Carousel of Progress, and this ride is fun and entertaining. Not a lot of Disney World attractions are interactive, so if you haven't been on it, it's basically a moving game of laser tag. You shoot different targets throughout the ride, some worth more than others, and compete against your friends to see who is the best. The goal is to become a galactic hero, but I've only ever been a space cadet, and if you don't know what that means, that means that I suck at this ride. Uh, The queue isn't very good, but one good thing about it is you get a break from the hot Florida sun for a little while. Although the ride does have a couple cons, this ride has more pros than anything. It's a family favorite of my household, and I'm sure it is of other households since... You know, a grandson at 7 or a grandpa at 70 can get on this ride with no problem. Coming in at number 9 is It's a Small World over in Fantasyland. It's located directly across from Peter Pan's Flight. This is one of those classic rides, you know, derived from the Disneyland version in California. And it's been a fan favorite ever since. It's a ride that nobody wants to admit to it. That is like one of their favorites, but they still get on every time they go so i just everyone loves this ride it has a catchy tune to it uh sometimes like gosh it just won't get out of my head but you know it's something that it'll be in your head until you get on the next ride that has a nice catchy tune to it It has some colorful visuals and it's got a lot going on in the ride so it seems every time you get on you'll spot something you haven't seen before if you look in the background or whatever and not at the animatronics up front. If you just look in the back or up high, you'll be like, "Wow, like is that new?" And it's not new. It's just stuff that you haven't noticed before. Outside of the one time I got stuck on it for 90 minutes halfway through and had to listen to that song over and over and over and over and over again, I've enjoyed it every time I've gone on it. The queue gives you a chance to be shaded, although it's not air conditioned, and the wait times are, you know, they're not normally too long it has you know it's moments when the line might be long you know people everything around it has a 90 minute wait and like well, I just want to get on a ride and sit down so it might be a little flood of people running over to it's a small world but it definitely has its moments where the line is 30 minutes max there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining on my list at number eight i venture back to tomorrowland to sit down and watch the best show at magic kingdom If not all of Disney World. The Carousel of Progress is special due to the fact that Walt Disney created the show himself. Of course the current version is a bit different than the one he put together for the New York World's Fair but you know it's the same ride. The show's duration is longer than its wait time outside of maybe holidays because I don't ever go on holidays because it's packed. Uh, This is a walk-on attraction. I especially love it because it gets you out of the heat for 20 minutes. I've gotten on the carousel of progress every time I visited Disney World, and I will continue to do so. Like I said, it's just some. It's nice to get out of the heat, sit down, get a water out of your bag. Some people might go to sleep. I don't know. It's up to you. I don't. You know, out of all the things that Disney World fans love about the show, is the catchy tune. Similar to, it's a small world. It's got a song that just sticks in your head because it plays after every scene, and you know this one's a better song to have stuck in your head. So. Get on this after Small World so you can get the Small World song out of your head. It's entertaining, relaxing, and you know, once again, it's something that's just great for guests of all ages. And that's why it's got to be in people's top tens. For number 7, I'm walking out of the Carousel of Progress and going across the way to the Astro Orbiter that sits above the People Mover. There's not much to say about the ride since it's the same attraction as Aladdin's Magic Carpets and Dumbo. But unlike those two rides, you get a great view of the park. It also gives you a bit more of a thrill than the other two rides do. The Aladdin and Dumbo rides come off as kiddy to me, and that's why I don't get on those. This one doesn't seem so kiddy. You know, it's up high, it's got a little bit more of a thrill to it, a thrill factor to it. You no, know, you get to go up, see Cinderella's Castle. It's really cool at night to go up in there and go up on the ride. But, you know, I mean, who didn't dream of being an astronaut when they were growing up? I just love getting in my rocket ship and going up as high as I can and just relaxing. finding find it kind of peaceful personally, and that's why it made my list. After I get off, I'm hopping right in line for the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover for number six. The People Mover is another ride that's just peaceful to be on. It has a nice ride time as well, clocking in at around nine minutes. You know, this ride takes you through some of the Tomorrowland attractions. It takes you through Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, takes you over the Carousel of Progress, where you learn a little bit about the New York World's Fair. And it goes through Space Mountain, which is great for me because that's the closest I'm ever going to get to riding Space Mountain. Another perk to the People Mover is that there's typically no wait time, and it's a good way to cool off again because you're shaded the whole duration of the ride. And the wind blowing in your face, and it'll just cool you down. Nice way to relax. You know, and any ride that you can just walk on is great. Sometimes if, you know, if you're lucky, or maybe not even lucky, a lot of times if you just say, hey, we want to go again, they won't make you get out, and you can just stay in and go around. Uh, after that, I'm done with Tomorrowland as I board a boat in the jungle. The Jungle Cruise is my number five ride. It's my absolute favorite cast member interaction when it comes to you know, interacting with guests. I'm a dry sense of humor guy, so all of the puns that they do are right up my alley. I'm like the only one laughing on the ride. Like a lot of Magic Kingdom rides, this is a classic ride. It's also a ride with a good duration time. I like all the old animatronics and how Disney World has done a great job at being able to keep them and still provide an entertaining experience. The skippers really make or break the ride. I've never had a bad one, but I've heard stories of people who have had bad ones and apparently that can really ruin the ride, the experience. So they definitely are out there. You know, like I mentioned, if you're really into puns or dry humor, this is your type of ride. This is a great, get on it. But I do suggest getting on it early or having a fast pass because it does have a good size wait time, you know, as the day goes on and the queue gets a lot hotter. And hopefully your boat doesn't sink because apparently that's a thing that can happen now. I didn't know that until just like two months ago, three months ago. So I'm sure it'll dry off. Everything will dry off if you you go in the water. But it's just something you don't want to deal with. When I get off that, I'm stopping by the Aloha Isle and getting me a Dole Whip, my favorite snack of all Magic Kingdom before I get on my number four ride. Splash Mountain is your classic log flume on steroids. Not only does it have a giant 52 foot hill, it also has a couple more smaller drops in the middle of the ride. Being another nine minute type ride, Splash Mountain has a lot going on. It does good at breaking up the theme song so that it shows different scenes during different parts of the song. It's also cool that they use some different animatronics from other shutdown rides. It's good for those of you that are really hot and want a nice cool down. You will, you will get wet on this ride, but don't worry though, your clothes are going to dry off in a few minutes after you get off the boat. If that doesn't dry you off, if the heat doesn't dry you off, then let's go get on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and that might do the trick. Coming in third is that wildest ride in the wilderness we all love. I just recently got on this ride last year because I had a fear of roller coasters, but You know i got over that once i got on though i had to go on again and again i absolutely love this ride the only downfall of the ride is that the queue is long and very hot not a lot of circulation especially once you get inside outside of that this ride is damn near perfect it's great for younger children who might be too small or too scared to get on the other two mountains it also gives you a nice view of cinderella's castle when you get to the top of the biggest hill It's really cool at night, too. Nighttime's my favorite because the castle's all lit up. And also, you don't see the track, so you don't see when the bends and stuff are, and that's really fun. I will always recommend this ride to anyone going to Disney World for the first time. Another ride I will recommend every time is Pirates of the Caribbean, my number two favorite ride at Magic Kingdom. Perfection starts from the second you enter the queue. It's a nice cue to cool you off, and it's also very immersive. You get the whole pirate feel. Disney did a good job of getting you in the mood before you, you know, get in your boat. This is another old-timey ride. It's had multiple renovations and makeovers. Most recently got rid of the woman auction scene, made Red a pirate, and now it's a regular auction with normal stuff like chickens and paintings. I'm a fan of old animatronics, like I kind of mentioned in The Jungle Cruise. And this is one of those rides that has those. No, it has a lot of them too. Like, there's a bunch of pirates. Uh, it's also a ride that, one of the few rides that has a distinct smell to it. The Magic Candle Company sells a candle that has the smell, and I can't describe it, but it's an unforgettable scent that sticks with you. It smells pretty good in my opinion. It's another attraction that is good for all ages, and that's always good if you have a family with young kids. It's a long ride as well, so it's a, you know it's great if you're tired of walking around and carrying things. It's good to get on Pirates at the end of the night because, in my experience, it is great for winding down after a long day at Magic Kingdom. There's really no one else on the ride with you, and you just sit back, relax, and enjoy that one last ride of the day. It's one of my favorite rides to get on before I leave to go home you know, from Orlando. Finally, my favorite ride of all the Magic Kingdom is the Haunted Mansion. It's perfect and I have zero complaints. Like pirates, Haunted Mansion does a wonderful job of getting you in the haunting mood the second you step through the queue gates. It has a very eerie look as well. You know, the, you know, The mansion just sitting there looking all eerie and walking up to it is really cool. It has all the tombstones with the funny quotes on them and the queue is also an interactive one you can do stuff with different tombstones you know it's good for kids and keeping them distracted i will say it might be scary for really young kids under like the age of five you know it's not that it's scary it's just you know it's dark and kids when you hear haunted mansion and get in there and it's dark it just kind of gives you gives them that little scare It's another long ride for you to cool down and relax on. Heck, with it being dark in the ride, it might actually be something you can get a quick nap in. The line tends to move quicker than what the posted wait time says it is. There are many pros to this attraction, and I cover the whole ride in my last episode. So if you're interested in hearing me talk more about it, listen to more of my pros, what I like about it, go give that episode a listen that about wraps up my list but before i close i want to give you all my honorable mention attraction space mountain i didn't include space mountain on my list because i've never been on it i've been afraid of roller coasters for 26 of the 27 years i've been on this earth and the one coaster i haven't been on at magic kingdom is this one because being six foot seven inches tall i just don't feel like i would be comfortable riding inside that little rocket i've You know, I heard stories of tall people being on there and saying they weren't comfortable at all. You know, I might be wrong, but it's a ride that I may never get on. But I needed to put it in my list because I know it's definitely a top 10 ride, maybe a top 5 ride. And I didn't want you guys to all think that I was just forgetting about it or excluding it. Well, that's about it. Thanks for listening to my top 10 list at Disney World's Magic Kingdom. I really enjoyed recording this, and I'm hoping that you're all enjoying listening to me talk about these rides that I do each episode. If you are, feel free to leave a review. Also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at Parks According. On there, I have different polls. I just have different tweets about things going on with Disney World. And just let your friends know about me and you know, tell them, hey, I found this great podcast, very informative. And if any of you have any requests for attractions for me to cover in future episodes, just tweet at me or send me a DM. I'll see them and I'll do my best to you know, cover that episode as soon as I can, I'll cover that attraction as soon as I can. So thank you. And until next time, have a magical day.